Knicks and O's Thirsty Thursday continues now with the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Here's your host, Jared Stansberry. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and now 106.3 FM. Presented as always by our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive later on in the show. We'll send it off to Chris Williams, Tim Mullen, and Brent Bloom. They'll make their picks for this week in college football. Uh, EZ and I'll take a look at uh, at the Big 12 slate here this weekend uh, to close out the show. But first, we're going to start this thing right. We're going to start the thing off right. We're going to go to the phones. I'm going to bring in my my good friend, Mr. Jay Jordan, Cyclone Fanatic football analyst. Jay, long time no talk, my friend. Jared, great to hear from you. Great to be on. Man, it's been uh it's been a fun few weeks here. Uh obviously for for Iowa State football, um coming off the bye week going into this game against Oklahoma State and uh you know, I don't know what it is about these Matt Campbell teams, but for some reason they really start to hit their stride in the month of October, which is nothing, you know, nothing new and something you and I have talked about a lot previously, uh whether it was on football and random things or other things on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network, but I mean, what is the biggest thing that you've seen change for Iowa State from Week one, the week one loss to Louisiana to, uh, you know, then into the game against games against TCU, Oklahoma, and, and Texas Tech. Well, just very cavalierly, they got serious about playing football, number one. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it takes a little bit. Um, and, and I think they came out believing some of their own hype, feeling good, uh, and got hit by a really good football team in Louisiana. However, put that aside, I think what we're seeing right now is the gelling of the talent base that Matt Campbell has built through his recruiting efforts over his time at Iowa State. I'm starting to, we're starting to see them uh, play well uh, positionally and with fundamentals and some of the speed, talent, and size um, that he's brought in is able to manifest better. And I, I think uh, once he got the focus right, team got the focus right uh that's what we're starting to see in this uh iowa state team that that seems pretty formidable at this point and i think there's no better example of that than what Brees hall has been able to do so far this season 93 carries for 531 yards and eight touchdowns i mean there's been a lot that's already been said about Brees' performance so far this season i mean i think he solidified himself as you know, if not the best back, and probably not the best back in college football, but man, he's right up there at the at the very top. What what's the biggest thing you've seen from Brees from year one um, now into into his sophomore season? Well, I think about the middle of last year before he got a little bit worn down. The team did at the end of last year uh, to now, uh, where you often will see uh, an athlete of his caliber make a leap from the freshman to sophomore years. Their body matures and their mind matures into uh, what they need to do. I, I think the biggest thing we're seeing with him is he's making solid initial reads on his runs, finding the open space, uh, but then we're seeing his uh, next-level talent at uh, getting yards that are not blocked. So, number one, you've got a line in front of him that is actually blocking for positive yards, uh, which has not always been the case uh, in the Matt Campbell era. And then we're seeing a running back who's very adept at getting to what is blocked and then finding a seam and using power or movement, uh, uh, small space movement, to get extra yards. Some of those are big. 
some of those, the more impressive ones to me are the ones that are, um, you know, an extra three or four yards on the end of a play um, based on a move or just a, a, a vision that, that's even hard to see when you're, you're sitting at home uh, in a feel for, for the game and how to finish runs. Uh, that's, that's really uh, exciting to watch uh, and has, has showed up uh, big time in each game for free fall. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you mentioned that offensive line, and I think that's probably the other position that best exemplifies the, you know, the talent elevation outside of maybe the the tight ends is another one, which we can talk about them in just a second. But I mean, what that group has been able to do so far this season, when you consider the fact that you lose Trevor Downing, who's, you know, probably your best offensive lineman on. Uh, I don't know, probably the second or third drive of the entire season. Uh, you haven't had Robert, Robert Hudson really at all uh, this year. You lose Joey Ramos in that game against Texas Tech. And, I mean, that, that offensive line, for the most part, has really not skipped a beat and has probably been, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think it's probably been the best offensive line so far of the Matt Campbell era. I mean, what what have you seen from that group? And um, who, you know, who is somebody that maybe has really stood out to you or surprised you uh, with their performance so far this season? Uh, on, a, on the surprise and stood out and eat a little crow, um, front, Sean Foster's been solid. Now, they cover him up a little bit with the tight ends, but it's a tight end position. They're going to cover up the tackles. That's what they do. Uh, but, but for the most part, Sean Foster has, in his uh, fifth year with the program, has, has elevated his game and, and played very solidly on the, on the left side. And his placement on the left side, uh, I think, is a testament to some of the strides that he's made. And, and, yeah, the offensive line can't be praised enough. A lot of times with big players, defensive linemen and offensive linemen, you, you know this and can uh, maybe speak to it from a basketball standpoint. With, but with big players, you'll see kind of a stagnation and development, and then it'll click. Uh, oftentimes, as they mature and their bodies mature, things will click. Um, and so certainly there's a talent quotient that leads to that. Uh, but I think that's what we're seeing on the offensive line. I think these guys have been in the program long enough. They have this so- a solid enough baseline talent level, and that depth that's been building and growing is coming to fruition uh, as it's starting to click. That's why Joey Ramos was building the dominant year on the at the right tackle uh, spot. Hopefully he'll be able to get well and, and come back and continue with that, but uh, I believe it was Hufford who came in for him. Or uh, no, it was uh, Remsburg, yeah, Remsburg. Uh, yeah, and Remsburg's a kid I loved out of high school. Um, just great feet, and he came in and didn't skip a beat. That's the type of debt where you've got eight to nine solid guys who can roll out uh, interchangeably, and when that clicks, you get good really fast. Now, that can click the other way uh, as well for, for big players and development players, but... Um, it, it's a it's an excellent sign for the Matt Campbell era that 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 talent is uh, paying off has been evaluated and developed uh, to the level it's playing this year. And I think the thing that has been the most impressive about it to me is, I mean, you look at you know Daryl Simmons comes in in that game against TCU and in place of Trevor Downing as a redshirt freshman. I mean, he is, he's been pretty solid. Jake Remsburg's only a redshirt freshman. I think Joey Ramos is a redshirt sophomore. Derek Schweiger had had never really played before as a, and steps in as a redshirt junior. I mean, Sean Foster's like the only senior of that group. He's, and Colin Newell obviously had, had played quite a bit of football, but, uh, it, 
this is a group that is young, and that's what I think has surprised me is how quickly they've been able to gel and how quickly they've been able to uh, to find to see that thing click. And and I I think you're absolutely right. I mean, in basketball, you know, big guys get into college after high school where you've been able to you know you've been able to kick people's butts. You're always bigger than everybody. You get up against people that are the same size as you, or just as strong as you, or just as athletic as you. And the, not only is the game way faster than, than it is at the, the previous level, but the physicality is exponentially different. And, uh, you know, you have to adjust the physicality and that speed, which is maybe a little bit different than a guard. Obviously, it's more physical at the guard position, too, but it's like it, it's a lot more about the speed out there. And um, how fast you can adjust to those can kind of depend on uh, how quickly you can make an impact. And I'd say it's probably similar with, with offensive linemen, but, I mean, some of these guys that they've thrown in there, I, I don't know that Jake Remsburg ever taken a snap before, uh, before he was put out there at the right tackle spot in that game against Texas Tech. And you, unless you were watching to see what he was doing, you wouldn't have noticed him really having any major struggles. I think that that's what's been as, as especially impressive about that group is just the youth and, and how quickly they've been able to, to step into those roles and, and perform at, uh, at, a, at a high level. Yeah, and especially mentally, uh, and that's what you were alluding to there. Uh, each of those guys, uh, Simmons, Rimsburg, Ramos, um, um, I forget the other one, uh, th- those called oh, Newell, I would yeah. put in that category too. Each of those guys, um, and, and even, even some of the others, but those guys all have a common characteristic, uh, athletically and a common baseline. Uh, and it's something that you can see in recruiting. I think that that Campbell focusing on with those guys. They all have great feet. Uh, they have good feet. You have to have in order to maneuver in the small spaces, get into power positions, and uh, take uh, care of some of the quickness that that comes against you uh, from the defensive linemen and the type of players you play in the Big Twelve. And uh, all those guys share that common characteristic. That gives them a baseline physical. Uh, ability to stand even at a young age toe to toe and and make improvement now it's the mental game uh something has clicked there the mental game uh has come for those guys uh they play intelligently they've uh played well positional positionally i talk a lot about fit and lock these guys are moving their feet getting in a position to make a strong fit and then they're actually getting locks with a dangerous back behind them um and frankly, for this weekend's game, that's going to be the critical element for the Iowa State offense against what Oklahoma State brings on the defensive side of the ball. Quickly, I think uh, we'd be um, – uh, man, I'm looking at, at Iowa State statistics from so far this season, and if you had told me in early September that we would be on October 22nd, Iowa State would be 3-1, and one, and Brock Purdy would have thrown only four touchdown passes this season, I think I probably would have called you crazy. Uh, but – you know, it has been it's been interesting to see how Brock's season has progressed. I thought that he played his best game of the year so far against the Red Raiders. Um, what have you seen change there for Brock? I mean, have you seen him getting more comfortable behind that group? And uh, do you think he's starting to get more comfortable with a, a new group of wide receivers? And I imagine that getting Charlie Kohler back was probably a big piece of that as well. Yeah, I think both of those things are important for him. Uh, having that comfort. Com- that level of comfort and what that level of comfort comfort references is knowing a guy will be where you anticipate him being. Brock Purdy doesn't throw the ball uh, on such a line that wherever you are is where the ball is going to be received. Brock Purdy plays and throws with anticipation. 
And so if you're not sure where to anticipate a guy being, then that makes it more difficult. Balls get forced, uh, and, and you don't look as good, and you don't move as efficiently. I think his confidence in the offensive line and his confidence in the ability to um, know where his receivers are going to be, Charlie Kohler being first and chief among those. I think we're seeing uh, Chase Allen emerge into that role. Clearly he likes Xavier Hutchinson, uh, but even some of the younger uh, guys are, are starting to be where he anticipates them being. So we're, I think we're going to see more comfort uh, there. I think he was thrown off a little bit by the way teams have come out and played against him. Um, he struggles a little bit, but not he. I'm going to not just blame it on him, but the Iowa State passing offense, the entire battery struggles a little bit with man coverage. Uh, they did last year with uh, some of the match quarters and combo man type schemes that, that they saw. Uh, Louisiana came out and played straight man. Texas Tech came out and tried to play straight man. Uh, Iowa State found an answer uh, quickly for that schematically. And um, that will be the challenge moving forward, the challenge with teams like Oklahoma State, where uh, can they continue to be where they need to be and can Brock continue to be comfortable throwing against and making anticipation throws against man coverage? Talking to Jay Jordan, uh, Cyclone Fanatic football analyst here on the, the Cyclone Fanatic radio show on KXNO. And let's flip it over to the defense here really quick, and then after that we'll talk specifically about this game this weekend. But, uh, man, I, I'll i tell you what, Jay, I, I don't know which quarterback is going to play for Oklahoma State this weekend, but I know that uh, I don't think any, any quarterback in the Big 12 should feel comfortable standing back there in the pocket with, with the pass rush that Iowa State has shown so far this season. I mean, Will McDonald, you know, four and a half sacks already this year. Jaquan Bailey, you know, the program's all-time leader in sacks as of a couple games ago, and he's got three and a half as well. I mean, those two guys have been have been playing at a, a really high level, and uh, and then you add in, a, you know, the couple guys on the interior that have been playing pretty well uh, too. I mean, that group, I think, has even exceeded the expectations that we had for them uh, early in the season, especially when you factor in their ability to to stop the run that like they have so far this year. Yeah, you know, we're seeing some really special things actually out of that defensive line. Uh, Zach Peterson has added a, a vertical and um, penetrating step to his game this year that he didn't have last year. Jaquan, at times, has looked first-round talent ability-wise uh, and, and shown an ability to change a game, change a play, change a series and drive. Uh, just far more comfortable, far more fluid, uh, far more relaxed in his play. Uh, Will McDonald does what Will McDonald does and has always done. You mentioned it to me when we used to talk about him coming out of high school. Uh, when we had discussions about that. He rushes the passer. And now what we're seeing critically out of him which gets, gets me really fired up. We're going to end up talking for an hour and a half here. Uh, his, his, his ability to play in space, which what would they anticipated and hinted at last year. I wrote an entire article about what type of um, uh, possibilities that opens up. But we're seeing him not only bring pressure, but we're seeing him drop off and use his length uh, in the flat, uh, being a Freddie defender, even dropping a little bit deeper and shutting down some of those quick inside moves uh, in the passing game. Now, if you don't know whether or not Will McDonald is coming, uh, you put an offensive tackle in a very difficult spot. 
And then we're seeing any Uwazirike uh, be moved around from the outside and the inside, giving then given more of a uh, free rush ability, and we're seeing some of his talent uh, in collapsing the pocket with his uh, size and effort. And then you bring in Josh Bailey, Jaquan's brother, who's playing a really solid uh, uh, zero-tech uh, there in the middle, uh, and a couple other guys. Uh, Matrell Bankston's been a nice nice addition. He's, he's been as advertised. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think before the season, it looked on paper like these guys were going to be solid, and I think they lived up to the paper maybe a little bit more. Man, it's crazy. I think it was during that Oklahoma game. Uh, there was a play where they they threw it out. Uh, I think to the they threw it to the boundary and um, maybe for one or two yard gain or something like that. And you know, number nine pops up the, off the bottom of the pile after making the tackle. And I, I looked at uh, I looked at Rob Gray up in the press box. I was like, number nine, who who would be making that tackle out there? He's like, that's Will McDonald. I was like, what? What was what was Will McDonald doing out there? And I mean, his strides this season have just been been really impressive. I mean, that kid's ceiling is uh, sky high. He, you know, Matt Campbell told me uh, this must have been before his redshirt season. And I was just trying. I wanted to write something just about guys who were maybe a little bit under the radar or something like that. And Matt Campbell told me he's like that kid's the best player we've brought in here so far. I don't know if that's changed in, in the, in the year since, but I mean, they were telling me pretty early on, you know, that that kid was going to be a special talent. And I, I think that he's proven that out here, uh, so far through the first, you know, two and a half years of, of his career at Iowa state. Uh, I, I think just this defense as a whole, man, just the sheer number of guys who have been able to make an impact, uh, you know, especially you look in the secondary or in the linebacking core where, you know, Mike Rose and Jake Hummel. I mean, Jake Hummel has been, has been fantastic. I think filling the, the role that Marcel Spears played so well for, for several seasons. Um, Lawrence White's playing pretty good football. Greg Eisworth, of course, is playing good football. But I mean, Tavon Kyle and, and Anthony Johnson, I was looking at pro football focus the other day. Anthony Johnson only gets targeted like, once every 30 pass attempts or something like that. I mean, the, just this group as a whole has been really, really solid. And the crazy thing is I think that they're still continuing to get better. I mean, am I off base on thinking that? No, they're all young. Um, so they should. Uh, here's a here's a phrase I use sometimes in writing and when we talk about that I think it's important to remember. Positional flexibility, especially on defense. Positional flexibility creates hybrids uh, that can be effective against the run pass and cause all kinds of problems for defensive co- or offensive coordinators. Iowa State's got two of them. One guy didn't mention uh, a newcomer who they are going to miss in the first half mm-hmm. next game uh, is Ashim Young. Uh, Ashim Young's versatility at safety, in addition to what Eisworth and White already bring in experience and talent, uh, has, has really been impressive over these first few games and difference-making. He and Will McDonald, that positional flexibility that those guys have, their ability to cover, gain ground, and be chasing hit players uh, on that defense as redshirt freshman and redshirt sophomore, I believe, uh, is is really exciting in the hands of John Hickok at Iowa State because it allows them to enhance, give different looks, and then you've got your, your traditional what you need out of your corners is positional soundness. And that's what you're seeing out of Anthony Johnson. He's six one, he's long, he's physical and big, where he lost positional soundness and would get 
turned around at times in his first couple of years. This year you're seeing him be positionally sound, tackle well, drive well to the ball. And, yeah, no one wants to target the 6-1 long uh, cornerback. They'd rather go over to Kyle's side. And to Kyle's credit, he's standing up to it. And he's he's making a difference. Now, Iowa State has some shakiness in their, their, their pass coverage. Every team does. Um, however, you're starting to see an emergence uh, from those guys and something that you can, a performance level that you can expect every week. It will be very interesting moving forward to see if that, that continues. And if it does, they're young players who will only get better. All right, let's turn our attention to, to this Saturday and, and this game with Oklahoma State. I mean, it, it's got to rank up there as one of the one of the biggest Iowa State football games in um, in quite some time when you consider the ramifications of what this will mean for the the second half of of Iowa State's conference slate and man I I am just having a hard time you know I put out our our email for our picks and stuff like that and everybody's been sending me their picks all day I keep looking at all your guys' picks because I have no idea what I'm going to do with my pick uh, I just I don't know about this Oklahoma State team man um just when you look at the teams that they've played so far I know that they've got some great players in in Chuba Hubbard and Tylen Wallace and you know if if Spencer Sanders is able to play what whatever his status is uh but I I just don't feel like I have a very good gauge on the Cowboys at this point Yeah I I think the gauge that you have is they're they're very talented um whether or not that talent has been tested yeah, to see if they're as gritty as they are talented, uh, we don't know. That's generally the question uh, with Oklahoma State. However, they're doing some things schematically on both sides of the ball that are different, and um, I think that makes it a, a, a supreme challenge. I am ready, as ready as any Cyclone fan out there, to call a big game, a big game for Iowa State, and see them show up and play big in a big game, and uh, and get over that hump mentally uh, for the program. So it is, is a great desire to see Iowa State handle uh, Oklahoma State in that man, manner and handle the game uh, mentally where they come in from a position of victory versus a position of uncertainty. Can you give me maybe and, maybe two uh, keys? Sorry, I cut you off. I, that's my bad. But two yeah, keys maybe for Saturday? That, that, that's fine. I was about to go crazy. Two keys to the game. Number one, how does Iowa State handle the blitz on offense? Can they keep Purdy upright, keep him from running for his life, and get people open and gash the blitz in both the run game and uh, with blitz-beating pass routes? Number two, how do they handle the pistol formation, uh, the heavy pistol formation, formation two tight ends where they've got seven guys running inside zone and uh, Chiba Hubbard running the ball. How does Iowa State handle the heavy run package? Can they stop that? And can they handle the blitz? Two problems for Iowa State throughout the Matt Matt Campbell era. Oklahoma State poses them. That'll decide the game. He's Jay Jordan. Man, I appreciate you taking the time to to come on and talk with me. I wish we had an hour and a half to to sit here and chop it up because you know that uh, it's one of my favorite things to do, and and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do it again soon. I, I hope you're taking care, buddy, and um, and we'll talk soon. All right, man. We'll do. Thank you, Jared. Yep. Thanks, man. We will be right back. We're going to send it back to or send it over to, to Chris Williams, Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive, and, and Brent Bloom. They're going to make their picks for the weekend when we come back here on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, now 106.3 FM.
Hey guys, it's Williams here from Cyclone Fanatic on behalf of my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clyde. They've been a part of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show here Thursday nights on KXNO for a really long time. We're, we're talking like half a decade now. They're great supporters of what we do, and in return, we like to do the same to them. That's why anytime I need any electronics, anything like that, I call my friend Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Not only do I get the best service in town, but they're Cyclone Fanatic supporters, big time. Give our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive a call today and tell Cyclone Fanatic sent you. Look no further for your next vehicle than the number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. All month long, save as much as up to 21% off on a variety of new Chevrolets. Or qualified buyers can receive 0% for 84 months on select new 2020 Chevrolet models when financed through GM Financial. And don't forget about the great zero-down sign-and-drive lease offers on select new Chevys. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans choose to drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet. Or find details and pricing online at carlchevrolet.com. Plus, follow us on Facebook to keep up with all the great things we have going on this month. Proven to be worth the trip from anywhere for over 40 years. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. Gershman Mortgage, the Midwest's premier mortgage lender, is proud to be a part of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home, a vacation home, if you're going to upgrade or remodel that existing home, you can even refinance your current mortgage. Gershman Mortgage is here to help. With over 60 years in the mortgage industry, we have security, experience, and unmatched service. Visit our Ankeny office. Call 515-964-5952. Visit Gershman.com to get pre-approved today. Gershman Mortgage, NM. MLS number 138063, 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite E, Ankeny, Iowa, 50023, Equal Housing Lender. This year has brought challenges unlike any other, but if there's one thing we can count on, it's that Cyclones come together in times of need. Through the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, an initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation, Cyclones everywhere are helping to reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. More than 89,000 donors have participated, including 30,000 first-time donors. The gifts thus far total more than $1.35 billion. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size. Learn more at forevertrueisu.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, Here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowish cream liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And go Cyclones! Cyclone Fanatic's The Job World is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. 
It's not whether you win or lose. It's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams from CycloneFanatic.com. I'm here today on behalf of my friends at the Iowa Clinic. I want you to go to theiowaclinic.com. That's iowaclinic.com and get information on your annual flu vaccine. With the COVID-19 pandemic ongoing, we got to do what we can to protect our immune systems from diseases like the flu. Fortunately, there's a good way to do it. It's the flu vaccine. So here's your phone number, 515 875-9000. Give them a call to schedule it. Or you can go on and schedule an appointment online at iowaclinic.com. The Iowa Clinic has offices in West Des Moines or where I go, in Ankeny. I'm Chris Williams reminding you, get that flu shot. It's more important this year than ever. This pony needs a new home. Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson has an exclusive drawing for our VIPs. Earn entries now for your shot at a new Ford Mustang Fastback. But this ride can only go home with select Club Wild members. Check your status today when you play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BEDS-OFF. Welcome back, Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Chris Williams, Brent Bloom, and Tim Mullen with you here in segment number two. And uh, we'll do our picks before we get to that, Tim. Uh, so we have a problem at our house where um, it'll be like three, four days before anybody gets the mail. Why is that? Uh, it's just how it goes. My wife doesn't ever get the mail. Like you just, just let it pile up? The mail yeah. is old-fashioned. Yeah. You know, they need to find a way to deliver the mail to your door so we don't have to go to those little boxes. <laughs> just just so we're clear, they used to do that, and then they went to the boxes. Like, that was an advantage. Yeah, but here in, here in town, like, it's everybody's in the same box, and then there's the little compartments. Well, that's, if I had an old-school mailbox, like, back home, I would right, go to it every right day. Right your door. Yeah, yeah. a lot easier. Look, I know at the uh, Cyclone Fanatic compound here, uh, at your location, that's how it rolls, but where I live in Bondurant, we have what we call a mailbox. What does that have to do with Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive, though? The re- here's why. <laughs> I, I thought there I might have, be a No, I have, right I have a lead. Okay. So... What I did was I went out on Wednesday night and I got the mail and we had I don't think we had gotten it since last Friday, and you can imagine the amount of political mm. ads mm-hmm. that have piled up. Why? What's going on? But I found other two other little things in there. What'd you find, buddy? My monthly Nebraska Furniture Mart bill. Thank you. Appreciate it. From all this furniture that I well, bought yes. from y'all. Are you kidding me? Um, it's zero interest, of course. Most of the time. My and then uh, the holiday catalog. It made me feel all warm yeah, the holiday. Fuzzy. The Isn't holiday catalog, yeah. Okay, so real quick, guys. Do you remember anything better than getting like the Toys R Us catalog when no. you were kids? No. Yes, I actually do. The, the Those catalogs. I thought you were going to say you remember something better. No, oh, the, the, the East Bay? The East Bay. Yes. yes. Okay, like East Bay. Like, which starter jacket yes. do you want? Yeah. I got it. I mean, a little bit better than Toys R Us. Not much better, but a little bit better. A little bit better. I don't want to uh, date myself. Which jerseys per se, or hot this year? But so I'm uh, a sco shoulder. A little bit. 
I always wanted to see what new G.I. Joe was out. The aircraft carrier, the planes, the helicopters. That's I get it, far. man. Yeah. 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 I'm digging it. I'll explain G.I. Joe to you guys later. I had a G.I. Joe. <laughs> I, I, I did a lot of that G.I. Joe stuff. They used to ride around on my sister's My Little Ponies. That's fair. Were they dating? Oh, Okay, that Just was second. their that was their well, like, real American mode of transportation. Yeah, <laughs> they're real American heroes. So uh, the horses were tanks before tanks were tanks in war. Hmm. So going on, haven't you ever watched any <laughs> World War One documentaries? Yeah, I've I've seen a Revolutionary. Go ahead, guys. What's coming. going on this weekend at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive? It's the best radio ever. Uh, guys, come on, see us uh, Thursday, October 29th. What we're doing? You ready for this? Safe. Socially distanced Halloween from 6 to 8. Woo! We really are. Mask on. We're spacing people out. But we got a lot of cool things going on for what? the kids. Sell us. I'm going to uh, bring Scavenger hunt. Crafter day. Goodie bags. Wow. A lot of trick-or-treat experiences. Uh, you know, I got, I, got a, I got a... 29th. 29th. Okay. Thursday the 29th. A couple people out at my store. Uh, Megan Fennell Tomlinson. And you ready for this? This messed me up all the time. Chris Williams. You got a guy named Chris Williams? Sorry. See, I just did it. Chris Mick Williams works for me. <laughs> I work with you. I just did it. I email him wrong. I'll send him stuff and he'll go, I think you meant this for the other guy. Mick Williams, eh? Chris Mick Williams. Big Iowa State fan. Graduated Good from there. Him. Great kid. Works. They, they're just amazing. They do a great, a ton of great stuff for me out there. But they put this whole thing together. Bring the kids out. But a lot of great stuff going on otherwise. Lawn, uh, LG laundry pair reward cards going on. Uh, it's still National Care Stand Month. And if you need your floor installed by Thanksgiving, because that's coming up, yep. you're having a big get-together, if it's in stock and we can get it measured and purchased by 11-1, we'll get you taken care of. Yeah, y'all did that here. Did a yep. nice job. Yeah. What Real did, nice what, job. Anything for the adults that go to this uh, Halloween special? Well, now, Bloom, just let the kids have fun. Right. but uh, You're asking if they're going to be serving. Like shots of tequila. No, no, no. Like, what are you, what are you insinuating here? I said, no, like, like, okay, hold on. I got something for like, you. What do you. What do you want? I think what he's talking about is potentially beautiful large screen TVs. Oh, right. football season's back in full swing. Look, we got. I thought he was going Jeff. No, like you can. <laughs> we got great beer fridges, <laughs> bar fridges. We have kegerators available if you need them. Kegerator is what I need. Yeah, Tim, I'm I'm an efficient guy. If if I'm taking I, yeah. the kids, like I what's can in I get, it for you? Right. Yeah. Plus, come check out the flooring department. We got great stuff. Great new countertops going on. Flooring everything, but for the yeah, come in and uh, the guys can come in and watch Thursday night football. Why the uh, you know the kid runs around the store. The Man, bad, yeah. I had a great experience. It was last Saturday night. Um, I so I'm big, obviously big racing fan. Mm-hmm. A lot. So this time of year, not a lot of people even realize a lot of the big dirt races, the real high paying ones, at end of the year. Yeah, and I had on my on a computer. I had a sprint car race on one computer, a late model race on another computer. Yeah. I had the um, ALCS on my cell phone. Yeah. And then I had three TVs of college football going. Wow. Damn it. It was a blessed night. I'm not going to lie, but jealous. It was a blessed night. What were you doing at that time, Bloom? I had uh, actually a couple monitors from Nebraska Furniture Mart that were running at the same time. Uh, So I've got... I mean, this is a. Pro- I, this is a I'm production. not a. I'm not a dirt track guy, but here's what I do. I've got the smart TV mm-hmm. that had the pip, and so yeah. I had. Chris, the, that's picture in picture. I had the big screen with the little screen, but yeah. then I had the 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 32 inch off Over to the, the side. side. Yeah. So I had yeah. the three going. Not quite dirt track, but also productive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a great opportunity right now. We're gonna have a 
uh, and really head into the holidays here, guys. We're going to have just uh, a... Uh, I just about made an inappropriate joke. A cornucopia of deals Love getting it. ready to come up here in uh, starting in November. <laughs> we should probably get the picks. Okay. <laughs> Tim Mullen, Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive here with us on KXNO, Stansbury. Let's go over those standings real quick. Yeah, I bet you want to uh, hear them, don't come you? Come on. All right, last I'm three. breathing down your neck, Bloom. Bloom, you went four and one. Mm-hmm. C-Dub, three and two. I went two and three. Uh, 16 wins for uh, Brent... Uh, 14 for C-Dub, 12 for me. Uh, five games above 500. You know what they, you know how ESPN's always trying to like call the Saturday like a specific day? Yeah. Separation Saturday right here. Can Bloom, this week? Can Bloom separate himself from the pack? I don't think he can. Five games above 500. Let's Actually, see. Here's my secret. Whatever he picks, I'm going ops. All right, let's do it. What do we okay. got? First game up, gentlemen. We have uh, it, it, a nice slate this week, guys. Yes. It's a little bit back, fun, to fun to be back to normal. The Big Ten's back. Big 12's back in full calendar. Uh, we got a couple top 25 matchups here, but we're going to go a little back and forth here with some Big Ten, Big 12, starting All off right. with the Baylor Bears. Heading to Texas as a nine-point favorite at home. Baylor is an underdog. Baylor underdog. Te- yeah, nine Texas. Points. This, I I tabbed this on my emblem Sunday pod. Yeah. Texas is one of my favorite plays of the week, if not my favorite. I will take Texas here. I just don't think Baylor is very good. I've been on that from the preseason. Their numbers are terrible offensively, and um, I. Texas is not good on defense, but they're good enough to slow that team down. So, absolutely give me Texas. I love this play. Boom. I'm on board with Williams. Yeah, I I don't see uh, this. This should be closer to 14 and a half. So, honestly. Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. I just made the joke that I'm going to go opposite what you go, but i got to ride with you here. On What's up with this Texas. one? This sums up. So, I mean, it scares me. The only thing I, you know. Let down from the Red River? But there should be. They lost. The only thing... I what do you mean? That's not down, though. I mean, they yeah. just legitimately are not. Maybe they're not very good. Yeah, in Texas. Yeah. And but I, man, West Virginia is not very good. And I, watching them in Baylor, uh, and Baylor's got it. COVID issue. I mean, I. Listen, I, I'm all last about. Last time you said somebody had COVID issues, it was K State, and they destroyed. Hey, man, yeah. no, no good point. Yeah. So we're next, uh, next man up. I'm on Texas. Trick, Texas. Yeah. yeah. All right, hat trick there. Next game, guys, uh, the punishment of Nebraska getting out of line to the Big Ten Conference and telling them this is what we're going to do. They get number five Ohio State in Columbus. Ohio State 26-point favorites. Bloom, what say you? Those painful charter flights and those nice hotels they had to stay at. <laughs> yeah. The punishment. Bill Moose is in one of the most ridiculous <laughs> quotes in sports history. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, will. Our, uh, our kids, they have to stay in a hotel in week one. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, man, this is, Ohio State could be very good, but I would caution anybody to take home favorites this week. And, Me Chris, too. I know you're on it, too. I'll, I'll take Nebraska in the 26 if I can. This uh-huh. is absolutely a data play. It has yep. nothing to do with my feelings on the two teams. But if you go back, especially in the first weeks of college football, home favorites were abysmal. Okay. I mean, they were hitting in like the thir- mm-hmm. mid thirty percentiles. I'll take any home, fa- any road underdog getting double digits. I'll I will take this week. All in, right, in their first game. So give me Nebraska. Uh, so I see Martinez has been named the quarterback. The so no, it does. That's good for two pick sixes for uh, <laughs> OSU. Valid. <laughs> so I will happily take OSU. I think they're going to drub. They them. could. Uh, I'll take. 
26 okay. points and Ohio State at home versus Nebby. Next game, back to the Big 12, gentlemen. The unranked Oklahoma Sooners. I just like to say that because it's fun. Seven-point favorite at TCU. C-Dub, what do you got? Uh, I like TCU at a touchdown here. Uh, I mean, I'm comparing quarterbacks. I'm a big Max Duggan guy. Uh, the Rattler kid's getting better, but he did get benched. He did. In, in the Red River shootout. And I, uh, Gary Patterson, that defense, that secondary with two guys who are going to be high-level NFL draft picks against Rattler – it's a confusion city and TCU might win this game out. I doubt they do, but they might. And I I would actually consider a little bit of a money line play. All right. TCU, TCU bounces back from its loss. I I could see that happening. I could, I really could. I'm going to go with Oklahoma just because I just think they're potentially the best team. Iowa State beat them. Okay. We know this, but I think, they could go in there and win by two touchdowns. Okay, I think I, I well, would trust that more than TCU. I, I didn't think Kansas State would go in there and win. Same. So yeah, you, I think there's some validity to that. I just don't my, know what TCU is yet. I'm. I think this sounds like a game to me. Gary Patterson uses Duggan. They suck the air out of the football, and even if they lose, it's by three. Best thing that happened to Rattler, getting benched, coming back, performing the second half. He did play well. Fair. Feels strong, ready to go. Oklahoma's better than TCU. Taking the touchdown. I got Oklahoma at Is that right at seven? Right at seven. Okay. Back to the Big Ten, gentlemen. We got a top 25 play here uh, between the trash Jim Harbaugh's. (laughs) <laughs> Here this, we go. Is this will ever get away Harbaugh from us? Harbaugh slander. Uh, the Fighting Michigan Wolverines are a three-point favorite at Minnesota, which is ranked number 21. I'll go first here, gentlemen. Oh, I wonder where Tim's going. Oh, what do you mean here, my friend? I will take Minnesota to outright beat them by 14 points. Wow. Whoa. Three points isn't enough. Michigan, who? Seriously. Uh, Road teams, uh, no road teams have the advantage in the first game of the year on the road. So, uh, more talent at Michigan, better coach. Didn't you just uh, say pick Texas at home because they're the home team? Yeah, but they've got fans it, there. It, they have they fans. Have some true. fans. It and matters. They've been playing for five, six yeah. weeks. Um, no, like I really don't. Ross brought this up, so this is not me sliding Iowa. I mean, Minnesota last year was a lot like Iowa's undefeated season where they just they got a really good schedule and they won those games, but then it came to the point where they had to play some big boys and they couldn't get it done. I think Minnesota's due for a little bit of a step back this year. I like sure. Fleck as a good coach, but I'll, I'll play He's still Michigan. really annoying, though. He, I describe him, he's like the little chihuahua. And now I say that, you know what chihuahuas are? Chihuahua walks Dogs. into the vet clinic. Ashley don't like them because they try and bite you. Yeah. That's PJ Fleck. Fleck. Yeah. Give me Michigan. Boom. I just got to take the home team here. Yeah. I don't I don't know if Minnesota's great. Uh, I think Michigan is traditionally well, so why overrated. Why are you taking the home team? What, who does Michigan have? Why, why I, I Michigan? I mean, who's Harbaugh. their quarterback? Who's their quarterback? They got a new guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, Minnesota has a veteran quarterback, and a great a, wide and receiver. Bateman's back. I, yeah. I just think they have enough in game yeah. one. I don't love it. Screw you, ma. What does that mean? I don't know. It's something to do with, is, like... Is that a boat? 
Yeah, I mean, he's always boat. yeah hollering and just under the tie a little bit. Live a little, buddy. I like I like his look, man. I bet In fact, you I, do. I steal. Yeah, you know what? Like, just to be clear, you like Harbaugh, so your opinion is really wrong. I wish I had editorial license over the show as well. <laughs> Hold on one second. The good part's coming up. For real, that's a great fight song. I'm going to enjoy this even more when Minnesota wins. The weird part with local ties here, this has always bothered me, and I'm glad I have the outlet. The Michigan fight song was also Dallin Catholic's fight song. Uh, so you hate him. No. No, no, no. But so a guy. But you and John Brummett. Uh Valley's fight song, I believe, was Notre Dame's, which seems like totally backwards. Oh yeah, why is that? I, maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyway, this was Dowling's fight yeah. song too. You he know, said, one so of those interesting. elitists uh, from Dowling are going to be tweeting at us right now. Well, let us know. I think that's. I think Michigan's fight song is the Dowling fight song. I'm pretty sure about that. Why would, right. you, why would you copy it? Well, there a lot of people like. Uh, Back in Southwest Iowa, like corner conference area, like they all just oh, they they all have yeah, they all just rip off college fights. Oh, uh, I graduated from Sally Spoke, and we had an original one. Okay, <laughs> wow, right. East Side Elitist. That's right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, two games left, gentlemen. Iowa teams in play. Here we go. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes are back in play at Purdue in Lafayette, Indiana. No head coach available. Passes it on. Iowa still a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Purdue. Can somebody explain to me why Jeff Brom can't, like, call in from the sideline? I don't understand. It's an NCAA regulation. I understand, but this is Purdue's fight song, by the way. It's been a while. Um, like I, I, was, okay fight song. I was wondering that was Saban last week. Because that was a big deal. And that no clearly... use of telecommunications. Yeah, I get it. But, like, the world changed everywhere. How many Zoom meetings have we all been in? Yeah. Tell me if, if the coach gets the Rona, they can't call in the team at halftime and talk to him. Gentlemen, the phrase Nebraska Furniture Mart uses right now is nimble. And never was there a better <laughs> word than that. I'm serious. We're talking about it every day. Oh, we didn't used to do this? Well, that's out the window. Let's do it now. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, Chris. So, like, I mean, Let's like, do it. I don't care if Jeff Brom could. Yeah, I get but, it. like, I don't understand. And another thing I don't understand about the big why do the kids if they're if they get Rona have to sit out twenty one days? That's not even like what this doctors was, tell you. This was huge. And, and the other thing I saw it's so stupid. I saw Herbie on Twitter this week. Uh, Herbie on Twitter, excuse me. But he was talking about that. So Saban got cleared in four days. Yeah. But a player but, can't get cleared for a, 21. Yeah, but if like a player for yeah. Iowa yeah. got coronavirus, he would have to days. sit out for three weeks. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's not the case for anywhere in Should the world. Should be same, same. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Iowa, a three and a half favorite at Purdue. Bloom, what say you? Man, I just got to take the better program here. I'll give you a stat to back Iowa. I'll just take Iowa. I think okay. they're just better. Iowa, 15-9-1 against the spread in their last 25 games as a favorite of seven points or less. <laughs> that is really specific. That is, actually, it's probably that, the most Iowa Hawkeye stat ever. Really but they're really good in these like small line yeah. games. They just really are. Yeah. 
So and they they took it to now, Purdue last year, right? No, it was close. It was a it good was game. close. Um, Purdue has seventeen returning starters, six and two as a home underdog in the last two years. So that's okay. no, that's notable. No fans. The question mark at uh, Iowa is quarterback. Nobody knows about. Other than that, pretty strong everywhere else. Yeah. Good running game. Good wide receiver game. Good lines. I'll take I, Iowa on I, the road. I will take Iowa. Yeah. All right. I will take Iowa. All right, Joe. We know where we're going next, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. First place Cyclones. Okay, you guys have got to tell me to quit doing that. No, I like the fights. It adds a little Not going to lie to you. I love it. I like this. Who doesn't you want me like? to start doing this every week? Who yeah. doesn't love a good college fight song? Come on. Let's go. I, Number I, 17, Iowa State University Cyclones at... Hey. Number six, hey. Oklahoma State. The Iowa State University. The Iowa State <laughs> University. It's a big-time game, man. Dude, first place. And, Let uh, me tell you, can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. My nephew. He's like the son I never Logan. had. Logan Little. They're talking about a family get-together this weekend. He looks straight in his dad's face. Is that he the goes, family Christmas? He goes, He's Dad. doing it early? He goes, Dad, don't schedule it during the game. I ain't going to be there. Well, yeah. This is an important for game for Iowa State. So, number 17, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State by three at home. I think Iowa State is – I Bloom, I, I went back and I've watched every Oklahoma State game this week. Man, like, two things. I know Gundy will have something for, he will. for them. He's good. They're going to up their tempo. They're going to do a bunch of things. Three weeks, totally expect that. I think Iowa State's the better football team – not only do I pick Iowa State to cover the spread, Cyclones outright, boom. They'll be tied with Kansas State for first place in the Big 12 at the end of the weekend. Kansas State plays Kansas, so there's no chance that they lose. You look at both these teams and you say, who has more question marks? And it's Oklahoma State. It just is. that You, you talk about the three-week layoff compared to Iowa State's layoff. You talk about the teams that they've played, who they've defeated, Iowa State's better there. I think you just talk about depth. I think Iowa State's depth is better. We still don't know what Oklahoma State's going to have from a quarterback standpoint. The offense hasn't produced yet. Their offensive line has been bad. It's been not great. I think the the defensive numbers for Oklahoma State is a mirage. Give me Iowa State to get this, gentlemen, to go 4-0 in conference play for the first time ever. And it'll be 5-0 next week because we're at Kansas. First time ever. Yeah! Iowa State has never been 4-0 Top in conference play. Cyclones, baby. It's 2020. Weird stuff's happening. Let's keep it rolling with the weird. Hold oh, on I, really, Tim. I really should have gone first. Because this part right here. <laughs> I was going to keep talking so you could say this. I should have gone first. So Oklahoma State at home, guys. I think the mullet. I'm sorry. Oh man. Wow. I don't Cold mean to be water. look, Brutal. I don't mean to be a contrarian, but I, I mean they got talent. They're ready to go. They gotta prove something too. Stillwater's a tough place to play. I respect it. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have gone first there. With that we'll play the lame bells of Iowa State. <laughs> They're not lame. <laughs> <laughs> It's all fun and games until Tim picks Tim up picks. Look, I don't. Yeah, look, I get it. And now we'll listen to this. I do know he's a wonder. And now all the academia folks are going to attack me on Twitter. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bloom. I know that's your crew. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked up the history of the Bills, but. Yeah. Well, 
Hey, again. Tim, I respect your, your, your Look, wanting. Just, you want to gain ground. I get it. Look, like, here's the deal. I got to gain ground yeah. on you. I told you I was going to try yeah. to go opposite every time. Uh, I only got to go opposite twice. That's it. So it's a tough it's a tough week for me. I so. just I think this will be it's a fun weekend. Um, it's a big opportunity for Iowa State. Look, guys, college football's back. This That's is a great right. time. Uh, I wish Iowa State the best. Wish you the best. Thank hey, you. What's for your the worst time. case scenario? I'm wrong. Correct. Get out there a week from today and uh, yeah, come see take us. The little kids out to a little safe- social distancing uh, Halloween uh, from six to eight on October 29th. Little scavenger hunt crafty day it'll be fun a lot of great deals going on check us out at nfm.com and because we appreciate all things iowa state we're gonna let the bells take us out here on the cyclone fanatic radio show it's very uh classy yeah well you know we're a classy group here <laughs> cyclonefanatic.com of course you can check us out as well we the cyclone fanatic podcast network tim mullen will join us each and every week Go and check them out at Nebraska Furniture Mart Clive. Big Ten's back. we got a full slate of games. Get out there and uh, get yourself a new TV. Treat yourself for the weekend. All right. Here we go. And, like, all the people are going to fall asleep at the wheel driving around Des Moines. It's like a fireside chat right now. <laughs> God bless America. Uh, we'll be back. We'll send it back to Stansbury after this on KXNO. Hey y'all, Brent Bloom here. Let me tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. They have a giant new store that they opened up about a year and a half ago. They're in West Clive, right near the Waukee border, my old stomping grounds. And they can help you out with any of your needs. In fact, with a larger warehouse now, a larger selection, they have many items right there at the store. In fact, my mom just needed some new appliances recently. It was an easy call to make. Told her to call Tim Mullen and the guys and gals over at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. And always ask for the price match. They'll help you out. There's something competing out there. Check out our Cyclone Fanatic friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Look no further for your next vehicle than the number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. All month long, save as much as up to 21% off on a variety of new Chevrolets. Or qualified buyers can receive 0% for 84 months on select new 2020 Chevrolet models when financed through GM Financial. And don't forget about the great zero-down sign-and-drive lease offers on select new Chevys. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans choose to drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet. Or find details and pricing online at carlchevrolet.com. Plus, follow us on Facebook to keep up with all the great things we have going on this month. Proven to be worth the trip from anywhere for over 40 years. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. This year has brought challenges unlike any other. Challenges impacting every one of us in some way. But if there's one thing we can count on, it's that Cyclones come together in time of need. Through the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will benefit every aspect of the university, Cyclones everywhere are helping to reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. More than 89,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 30,000 first-time donors. These gifts total more than $1.35 billion. The campaign, now in its final year, 
has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size and the impact is seen across campus. During these challenging circumstances, the generosity of Iowa State donors is what keeps the heart of campus beating. Learn more at forevertrueisu.com. Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. This pony needs a new home. Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson has an exclusive drawing for our VIPs. Earn entries now for your shot at a new Ford Mustang Fastback. But this ride can only go home with select Club Wild members. Check your status today when you play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BEDS-OFF. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowa's Cream Liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company and go Cyclones. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. Man, he's easy. Scratch me right where I edge right here with this. What's poppin'? Not gonna lie. I was surprised when I found out this was a white guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is yeah, this is one of my this is one of my favorite songs right now. Uh man, welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. That last segment was a freaking circus, I swear to I swear, man. You know it's gone off the rails when Williams is just going crazy with the uh with the with the college fight songs. When when it's just Williams playing Hail to the Victors basically for twenty minutes, I mean like what are we even doing here? You know? Oh man. What a what a show. Uh we we do need a shout out real quick here. Obviously some news in Cyclone World today. Uh, the passing of, of Iowa State legend Matt Blair. Uh, Matt was a, an All-American for Iowa State. 
1972, one of the best linebackers in, in the history of, of Iowa State football. Uh, tallied 77 tackles, one interception, and three fumble recoveries during his senior season for the Cyclones. Uh, was the MVP of the 1971 Sun Bowl, the defensive MVP despite the Cyclones losing. That was Iowa State's first berth in a in a bowl game. And then went on to a, an NFL career that saw him uh, appear in six Pro Bowls, was a one-time first-team All-Pro, uh, one-time second-team All-Pro. Now he's honored in the Minnesota Vikings Ring of Honor, one of the one of the great players in the history of Iowa State football and the history of Minnesota of the Minnesota Vikings franchise passed away today at, uh, at the age of 70 and we're, our thoughts go out to, to his family and uh, everybody that was was closely connected to uh, to Mr. Blair. Yeah, certainly before both of our times. I mean, he uh, finished up in Minnesota in 1985. I was born in 1983, so I can't say that I know much about him except that name is just always synonymous when as soon as I heard that today, I didn't need to know anything else. I'll be honest. I didn't know that he went to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, the, again, that, that predates me. I'm, I'm really catching up on Iowa knowledge, um, the, the state and the, the big schools here, uh, just really in the last few years. Um, but that is a guy that immediately I was like, I, I just associate that guy with purple. Yeah, and he'll always be remembered as one of the, the great members of the – uh, of the purple people eaters up there for uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, man, I I want to say that he's like one of the all time leaders in blocked kicks. Oh, third in the NFL with twenty blocked kicks. Just that's think crazy. how that's crazy to block twenty kicks in that's one like, career. That's like um, I used to have. I don't remember if it was Madden or there was a game where like it was way too easy mm-hmm. to block punts and block kicks, and like that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. Uh, that's those are video game type numbers for sure. Man, easy. Are there any games this weekend that are that are coming up that that you're going to have your eye on outside of uh, outside of Iowa State going down to Oklahoma State, and then of course um, Iowa going out to to take on Purdue as well. And honestly, the Iowa Purdue game has some interest for me. I'm all in on on Iowa State, and and you have to be because we've spent the last you know week, really last two weeks, talking mm-hmm. about what this means. And when you talk about the relevance of this game, usually for Iowa State, when you say could this be the biggest victory for them, it's usually because it's talking about crushing someone else's dreams. That's not what this is. This isn't about crushing someone else's dreams. This is about propelling yourself and the idea that a week from now we could be talking about, hey, should Iowa State be in the conversation of college football playoff? Like, oh, like that's man. where we're at. I don't know about that, Easy. Oh, gosh. In the don't start that with me. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe. I mean, the reality is you win this one, you get to go on the road down to Kansas, and then you get Baylor, which are probably two games that – Iowa State should win as well. It's a so. good problem to have. To yeah, think about. It, it definitely is. It definitely is. We want to thank Jay Jordan for joining us here on the program tonight as well. Of course, Chris Williams, Tim Mullen, and Brent Bloom. We'll be right back here on the Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Uh, next week from 6 to 7, you've been listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive.